Put industry leading, difference making, and tomorrow shaping on your to-do list. Explore Deloitte technology careers at deloitte.com slash tech careers and engineer your future at Deloitte. Podcast is intended for mature audiences. The views and opinions expressed are those of the panelists and do not reflect in any way those of the podcast partners, sponsors, or affiliates. Enjoy. Hi, this is Michael Buffer, and you're listening to the voice of the people. Let's get ready for Boxing Voice. Hey, Daddy, this is Dollar Beat. BoxingVoice.com. No matter what nobody say, man, spirit can't nobody fuck with me, man. I can't be fucked with, you know, you know. Dollar D. Beyonce Productions. Whether you pay to see me win mm. or you pay to see me lose, mm. you're gonna pay. Look, if your kids still gotta eat, I don't have to watch, you know, any footage of a, a fighter. I mean, because I'm Floyd Mayweather, everybody gotta watch me. I knew eventually I was gonna have to fight Oscar. I feel like, um, I feel like he was straight up and down, no really no special effects. Boxingboys.com. How can Canelo have the biggest deal? Your, your deal is for 300 million. And I made I made 350 million just in one fight. And you're fighting on the app. Boxingboys.com. I'm a king, okay? I eat a feast. Well, every time I eat, I eat a feast. And when I get up from the table, I don't give a fuck who get the leftovers. At the end of the day, follow my green friend. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another edition of the Boxing Voice Radio. I'm your host, Nestor Gibbs, joined alongside Mario Monguilla in Corpus Christi, Texas, and we're back to discuss... The welterweight division and a future welterweight contender in that division. We're talking former WBO 140-pound champion Maurice Hooker. Uh, Rumor has it, according to Michael Coppinger, that he is signed with PBC. And it's going to be a multi-fight deal. And really the question is, does he eventually get that Earl Spence fight before Terrence Crawford um, or does he not take it because they are good friends, right? Is he going to be content fighting the rest of the PBC welterweights even if Earl remains the big fish? But I'm very shocked by this, Mario. I like, like, I'm shocked. That's why yesterday, you know, we talked about it late because it broke late, and I just felt like it wasn't enough. We need to really un- pack this um but yeah a lot to unpack a lot to unpack i mean some of the stuff that we know uh just that alone you know the fact that he could be fighting in his first fight uh josecito lopez is what coppinger is reporting and uh that fight's being you know explored uh quotations uh so you know that it might be likely but but just the connotations and the innuendo associated with the move, associated with that specific type of fight, associated with, you know, the the who he's trained with, who he's worked out with, who his friends are, where he was before, those opportunities that he essentially is passing over. You know, we always talk about when a fighter leaves PBC 
and how that's a reflection on PBC. And I don't mean me and I don't mean you. I mean other people that are, you know, just looking to start drama. But it's always brushed under when it's like a guy who goes to PBC. It's like kind of just assumed why they did it. In this case, there are a lot of assumptions, but there are also a lot of question marks. So, yeah, man, we can unpack this however way you want it, champ. Um. So first thing I'm gonna say is I, I I tried to get an answer to a small question that I have, mm-hmm. but I haven't been able to um, I haven't been able to accomplish that uh, in time at the time of this live show before we but, went live. Yeah. But but I hope that maybe um, Stonebone can help us with that. Um, because I don't what, know. What's the question, Chan? The question is, Tell I'm sorry, question. I'm sorry. The question is, does Bo Mac advisor manage uh, Maurice Hooker, or is he simply just a trainer? And the only reason that I ask is not because I heard anything, but more because we know that Bo Mac has been branching out into that, and you know he advises and manages a few guys. So I wonder, um, you know, does he? advisor manage hooker because that would be that that would make see stone bone is the man see i'm so happy he does because this makes it even more interesting bro right now isn't it ironic that bo mac is the trainer of bud and advises hooker not to sign with top rank and i get it i guess it isn't ironic when i say it out loud i mean he why would you sign a welterweight to top rank to eventually have him fight your top your guy, which you can't because you train both? But at the same time, if you're on top rank, that's who you've been working with. You can strategically move him. I don't know. It just makes really, um, it's weird, right? I mean, come on, man, pick up your head, dog. Is it not weird that 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 he didn't put Hooker, <coughs> excuse me, right there on top rank? Like, he lost to Ramirez. Yeah, listen, I, I, it's weird. It's weird. Yes, it's weird. The, the move is weird because it seemed like Hooker had options. And he did have options. Listen, that progress fight is probably as good as any fight that Hooker would get, you know, out the gate with PBC. Um, I think it's better than the Lopez fight. Here's the thing. To me, it's a better fight in terms of watchability and, and, and as a fan. Now, the Lopez fight is a better fight for Hooker's career because the Mexican eyes that are going to be on him, you know, t- Lopez has been an amazing B-side for his entire career. And that's not, I don't mean that as a diss or a knock, but so so what they're giving the fighter the best opportunity. CYP said on the last show something about like, I, I think of the perspective of the fighter and I try to do the same thing, you know, but I'm a fan first, obviously, uh, but this is, if I'm looking at it from the eyes of a fighter, that's the fight you want, right? Not the hard progress. Well, Lopez is going to be a hard fight. But progress, you know, is so much risk with not the level of reward that you would want, you know? Uh, especially after losing to Taylor. In the situation where he goes to L- Lopez, that's a beaten fighter. It's going to be a tough fight. But the residuals from it, you know, the, the rewards are are hefty. So, yeah, it's weird. It's weird. But at the same time, it's not when you're in Hooker's position, you know. I'm not saying he took the easy route because PBC's got way too many good fighters to call it the easy route, but he did seem to take the route that makes the most sense for him as a commodity. 
I just feel like if he's advised by Bomac or managed by Bomac, which one of the two he is, um, you know, Stonebone didn't make it clear if he, it's it's advisory or it's a manager. But the point is, he's obviously going to fight his friend. Because if you were going to fight your other friend in Terrence, you would have stood at top rank. Bomac would have took you to top rank like he takes all his fighters. Robert Brand is on top rank. Terrence is on top rank. Nelson is on top rank. You know, uh, Jamel Heron is on top rank. And uh, Soriano. You're talking about Earl, though, right? You didn't say it clearly. No, I'm talking Crawford. You said he was going to fight his friend. Yeah, they're both his friend. I know, but what I'm saying is you didn't preface it by saying Earl first. You said Crawford, but you didn't mention the friend that he will. All right, so so what I'm saying is Maurice Hooker is obviously going to fight his friend in Earl. But what is confusing to me is... If you're going to fight Earl, who's your friend, childhood friend, why wouldn't you fight your stablemate friend and do what Daniel Jacobson and Gary Stark did? So Isu could go with Hooker, but stay with Terrence. And I know that sounds uh, strange, but we know that it happened with Dervianchenko and Daniel Jacobs. Those two camps were together. Andre Rogier trained both those fighters, but they had a great opportunity. And, you know... They split that camp to give their two fighters that opportunity, and that's what I'm saying. If Bomac, why'd he steer him to the Earl route on PBC, multi-fight deal with PBC, when when that's his friend too? So it's just strange to me. Not only that, double strange, double whammy strange is, are you you simultaneously and subliminally telling us and the Jared Lloyds of the world that this is where you really want to be? That you know this Listen. is where the welterweight action really is at. That if you were free to leave, you would also take your other welterweight to this side of the street. The side that you guys say don't exist. This is insane. This is insane. Listen, this is the thing, though, and this is where I was coming from. I, like I, I wrote down a couple notes as you were talking to I help, hope help further my point, but this is where I was always going to come from okay when when you brought this up last night uh, i was spur of the moment i didn't get a chance to really settle on it and think about it then i did that right so then this morning you came to me and you know or you came to the pre-pro and you said pre-pro you know we got a few ideas for shows today immediately i knew that i was not i didn't wasn't going to let this show go unhurt like we had to do it because i think that this is clear that Hooker said to himself, there is a difference between my friends in Earl and Bud. This is the top of the food chain. If I want at 147, one of these guys has to be on my radar. You know, obviously Pacquiao as well, but I got to get one of the big guys in the ring. There is a difference between being friends with your stablemate and being friends with a guy outside of your stable. I think it's much harder to pull the trigger on a Terrence Crawford fight. So if you're in a situation where you're locked outside the other, the 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 that side of the street, right? And you know that you're never going to get a fight with Terrence Crawford because you don't, you know, y'all won't fight each other. You know, and I'm not saying that. I'm just saying like that could be the reason. Then of course you go to PBC. Of course you go to the place where you actually would fight the friend because of that difference because he is a, you know he's not your stable mate he's just a friend you got to have a goal you got to have a target people fight people play sports people do the things they do for the ultimate goals the rewards you know the job promotion you know the championship game the title fight all that stuff this is Maurice Hooker setting the apple 
This is him betting on himself. By the way, in a PBC situation where you miss your opportunity, guess who you miss it against? Big fights with Danny. Big fights with Thurman. There's so many different roads he could go that keep his career moving forward. And Lopez is just a taste of what it looks like they're going to do for Hooker. Setting him on a course where he has an end goal. He didn't have that over here. He didn't. And, you know, in progress fight was a great fight. But let's be real. That was a progress fight. He was, Hooker was the B-side. Who's the B-side in this situation with Lopez if that fight gets made? You know, obviously Lopez has the bigger name. Obviously Lopez is going to bring the crowd. But I feel like Hooker could be the guy that they're setting up for the win. Like, that could be how they're seeing it. Um, I don't know, though. I mean, for Hooker, he just made the right decision. <clears throat> for all the reasons that we, we make dozens and dozens of hourly shows about Crawford uh, coming over here, I mean... I've seen posts, the minute that this broke, right, and you do the hashtag for Hooker, you'll see side-by-sides with him and Progre, with him and um, Ennis, Josecito, Earl. I mean, people are matching him up. His options are limitless. All he got to do is win. You know, does he get those top guys? Is there a possibility that he gets the... Michael Hunter heavyweight treatment at Matchroom and 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 be sent to PBC and only fight Josecito Lopez and he beat Lopez and and he gets an Ennis and they make him an opponent an and, opponent and he gets an Ennis and he beats an Ennis and he gets an Urgas you know oh I get it I get what you're saying not yeah. really getting those top or do they let him spread his wings and really soar having to the to top having to force his opportunities having to force his opportunities versus him um, just being handed opportunities. I get that. For him to get Lopez out the gate, though, to me, that feels like they're putting that stock into Hooker uh, just as much. You know, that's a coveted fight. You know, Lopez is a great fighter and he makes fun fights, but let's be real. He's not the most talented fighter in that stable. I'm not calling him a soft touch, but I definitely am saying that he gives you an opportunity to do Two things. One, he gives you the opportunity to win and have a credible opponent on your resume. Or B, he gives you the opportunity to lose but have the kind of fight where even in a loss you can take away from it, right? You could still get something. Like Victor Ortiz, this is going to be a bad example, right? Because Victor Ortiz was being set up to fight Canelo on the back of Lopez, right? However, what ended up happening was Lopez won. But even in defeat, Victor Ortiz was still, you know, talked about. Yes, it was because of the upset, but it was also because of the eye. It, they had a war, is what I'm trying to say. So both men's profile benefited to a degree. Lopez much more, but, you know, Vic still took some stuff out of that. Uh, big Supermax, uh, you know, kicking them when they down, saying Bud Light and team looking real Bad this week. Hashtag man down. Then Javier man. Caputillo, the trainer out of LA, says it's a simple decision maker. PBC has the best welterweights right now and probably will for a long time. They keep picking up good competition. So uh, thank you to both of you guys. And, yeah, we do have some other news that maybe if Mario's available, we'll be, we'll be triple ringing like CYP with another one. 
um, on another big, uh, you know, some breaking news, really. It's just breaking news. I mean, and it's a breath, a, a fresh of a fresh breath of air to see PBC signing people again. It's felt like so long since we've gotten a signing from them. Am I right or am I wrong? Yeah, feels that way. But you I know? think it also feels that way because of the situation that we're in, you know, the pandemic and, and just the way that business isn't moving the same. I hear you, man. But I feel like top rank Poston signed, signed. You know, all these guys, Dargan just signed or Dagan. You know, with Prince and, and with Top Rank. Yeah. They signed Rosario with Top Rank. Um, and I'm not talking Jason. I'm talking, a, 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 you know, Olympic uh, trial or Olympic team member. One of those guys that were supposed to go to the Olympics. And because of COVID, everybody's just, they they, they flipping a the switch. They flipping a the switch. And uh, Top Rank is picking up a lot of action. Future, too. They're picking up stars of tomorrow. This is a good signing for PBC um, because of what Hooker wants to be. That being said, can Hooker be what he wants to be? Do, how far do you see him getting in that welterweight landscape that is the PBC welterweight landscape? Uh what do you mean, though? Like, I don't understand. How You're far? saying, like, where does he fit in now well, well, or, Hooker, like, where like, he could well, get? Well, I'm saying this is a good signing for PBC based off of sure. Hooker's decision to become a welterweight. So they're adding another welterweight to their mix. Now I'm asking you, do you know, can Hooker become what he wants to become, which is a true welterweight? Do you see him beating those guys at PBC like can you see him eventually getting an Earl shot can he get through that forest of welterweights on the PBC side to see Earl on that throne there's a lot of dudes out there bro no on that I side I don't think listen I don't think he's ah uh, man like I don't want to be disrespectful look I, I don't know if Hooker's going to be able to climb the ladder the way that like uh, you, like if this was Bud Crawford we're talking about, right? And Bud signed a PBC, it would first of all it would send the internet crashing. But it yo. would be like, yo, where's the road to the top? I Real don't even quick, know if Hooker message, has that. Message, message. So, so, Sorry. so, so, Bomac uh, hit me back, and he did, he did confirm. So shout out to Stonebone being truly plugged in, champ. I appreciate you uh, even more now that you listen to the show every day. You're like a plug plug. But um, he said all, which technically you can't be all, but that means that there's one less. So that means that there is no advisor or there is no manager and he is one of the other. You understand? Uh, uh, well, not one of the uh, Yeah, one of the other and, and the trainer. But that's a beautiful thing because that shows that Bo Mack, Jared Lloyd, you know, maybe now you can call him by his name because you can see that with his business mind, he sees that landscape on PBC as being lucrative. Lucrative. I mean, look, if you're Bo Mack and you advise these two welterweights now and Terrence and, 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 and a hooker, and somehow you could get them both an Earl shot. You know, what if what if the route yeah. what if the route and trajectory for Hooker is simpler to to Earl because he's from 
Houston, right? Isn't Hooker from Houston, guys, or, or from somewhere in Texas? That's why Earl knows him. So maybe they can do some sort of hometown fight. And for and for Bomack, it's like Robert. You know, I'm in there. I'm in there with with, with with that guy now. I'm in there with Earl. I'm in there with Derek. Let's see my opportunity with him. He's from Dallas. Thank you again, Stonebone. So, again, making that fight with Earl a big hometown fight. And now for, for Bud, I mean, for Bud, yeah, but more Brian, he's got an opportunity at that, at that champion. Probably not with who he wants to go in there with, but he got an opportunity. So he's got familiarity when he comes back if he needs to, if they don't get the job done with Hooker, with Bud. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, I get that. And, I mean, he might end up getting trainer of the year or manager of the year. If you can get Hooker the fight with Earl and then turn around and get Crawford the fight with Earl, you know, you're getting a green belt from the WBC and you're getting a nod from the world, uh, what's it called? Um... Um, is it World Boxing Award Association? W B W B A A. It's W B A A. Yeah, World Boxing Association Awards. Uh, awards, yes, awards. And those are the most. Awards. Those are the most prestigious, right? Like under that, under that. Um, I don't want to call. Listen, them a that's the most prestigious to the writing community yeah, and it to is. the people that it is not you know what not, I'm not YouTubers. You're right. You're right. Yeah, that's, it's that's big on old yeah. media. It's big on old media, but I'm sure Brian. Old media. That's a good way to put it. I'm I'm sure Brian uh, it would love. Like I don't know, you would have to look it up. But what like what's the Nat Fletcher Award? Like they got all these little nice names for their awards with the BWAs and the you know it's like five hundred dollars a plate and. And and Floyd shows up, you know, like that's the most prestigious award ceremony boxing has, you know. And then TBVs, <laughs> but yeah, the the BW the BWAs is the biggest thing, bro. Like everybody comes black tie. I got yo, bro. I mean, God's been blessing me, bro. My early in, I was invited. Yo, there was only four reporters, and uh, I don't even remember who. I think Ellie probably was one. Um, and then two New York paper uh, print dudes. Um, and, bro, I, I got invited to one. That's when Bradley uh, was... Um, I actually got invited to a few. But the one that I went to was when Bradley got right off of the ruse line. One of the ones I went to was Bradley got off the ruse line fight. Boy, my man was punchy. My interview was out there. And you can see how small he is compared to me. My man is super duper 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 small. Compared really? to me. What? What? All, well, no, Super. I knew it was short, but I'm just saying, like, compared to you, what was it, like, and half I a foot? Think, and I mean, like, a foot? Hell, more than a foot, it feels like. But more And I think that, um, I think that, that, that Matthew Macklin and Gennady hadn't fought each other at the time, but they were signed to fight, and they both was there. And Macklin was looking like, yo, I swear, Macklin was, because he had the all-black suit on, then he speaks with the UK accent, he had the little... The, the, the Abnamar's lick to the right haircut, you know, where you comb it, but you got the part. And then he, you know, with the accent, it's like straight James Bond. It was like, dun, dun, dun. with the like the low taper with the with, where they where they make the line. Well, back then, you know, the it was a comb over, over back comb then. Over. You know, that was yeah. a few years okay. ago now. Okay, It's still like the gentleman's cut, yes. I guess you could say. No, that's, right. That's why. Yeah. 
But uh, again, back to this very interesting news, man. Um, so the rumor, where are you picking up this rumor? Because I seen it in the chat develop yesterday about Josecito being the potential hooker opponent. How solid is that? Who, who's saying that? Because Coppinger is saying this. Is he saying Cop- that? Coppinger is saying that. He has uh, the athletic report did have um, that peppered in there. Um, and, and there are a couple people that have come out on Twitter since then, notable and respectable names uh, in the industry that have backed that claim based off of Coppinger's report. So I'm not sure if they went out and got their own or if they just spoke with Mike and he kind of broke down the logistics. Um, right now, fights got to make sense for them to happen under these conditions. And from everything I've read, this fight can make sense under these conditions. This is a doable fight. You know, I don't know if a Lopez, Danny Garcia would be able to be made in, under these circumstances. I don't know if a Lopez, uh, I was going to say Garcia, uh, a Lopez Pacquiao fight. Like, you know, I'm just throwing shit out, out there. I'm just but optimistic, a hooker, man. Lopez fight can happen, I think, under these circumstances. I just like that we confirm that Bomack is the manager, so that means he's now talking to those guys, guys. You know? I know that was a double one right there. I'm like, uh, greatness in Harlem, doubled up. But he's talking to those guys, guys. He's literally now has to negotiate, you know, with maybe not directly with Al, but Sylvia, Sam, you know, anybody but... Now he is talking. No Bob. No middleman. Now he can start to build the relationship. Maybe that ice can start to melt. So the rumor, if not, let me double check this, because uh, I'm being told that um, Hooker Lopez uh, is rumored to be on the Spence Garcia undercard. That would be... Dope, except it's like, wow, no no crowd in PBC doing it like that, like doubling up a a, a, a Texas Nate, two Texas natives, like if they really could sell. Not only that, making a decent undercard. That's a decent undercard, and that's what we need right now if you're going to sell us pay-per-view. I think that's great news. I think that's great news, you know what I mean? Yeah, listen. I I think though, um, I, it's it's not a dumb, it's not a bad spot. You know what I mean? Coming out the gate, it's not a bad spot. Um, I think that it settles expectations. Like if you were to come out and give Hooker prime time, like it's just one of those things where it's like enough belief that you want to roll him out, but a not an over, like not not too much. You know what I'm saying? You're not throwing all the glitz and the glamour to promote like you know you're keeping it within the boundaries of what to expect i think from the from that kind of talent right and so they're still showing belief in them without you know gambling so much that they take a hit on some you know network or or show or whatever you know what i'm saying but um i like the fight i like the fight i think stylistically it's a good fight Listen to me. This is going to be a fight. I wonder if there's any opening odds. Rob, could you help me see if there's any odds bro, out there? Because there's no way there's odds. Bro, no they, there's always uh, odds for fantasy fights. I mean, I mean, this is in a Wilder Fury 3. Yeah, but like big? Yeah, but no, if you're I talking know. about like for Spence Crawford or for like 
No, I know. Joshua Wilder. I know, but maybe if there's maybe some sort of initial odds, it would be interesting because, yo, Robert Garcia trains Josecito, who trains Jose Ramirez, who knocked out Hooker. Hooker, yeah. This is this is a let me ask you who who would you who would you pick right now? Like I know that you're not going to give your official pick, but like right now, who would you lean towards right now? Well, I can't tell you that I won't lean towards Josecito when we seen what he did versus Keith. He's probably biting at the he's probably biting at the bit to get back in there. That's why it's and prove that he can do that for more than one round. That's why it's a good fight because it's like I don't think that either guy is getting showcased necessarily. Like you could argue here comes Hooker fresh out the gate. They're going to give him Lopez who is the – again, I'm not calling him a soft touch. He's just a softer touch than some of the other guys he could have been matched with, right? So that's a plus in his sense. But Hooker's coming off off a knockout loss too. Isn't Hooker coming off a knockout? I know. That's what I'm saying. Was it a knockout loss? Yeah, he lost to Ramirez, no? For the knockout, you're right. Yeah, yeah, it was a knockout. Yep, yep, yep. I was thinking he fought between then, and all I can remember is because I'm thinking of the progress fight that we should have had, you know, four me, or five months ago. But, let me double check, but I think he... But, but, but the point I'm trying to make is that they are also putting themselves in a position where it feels like Lopez is being given... A, he did like, get a tune-up. The circumstances like him to come up and he come got back. A tune he did up. get a tune-up? Yeah. Yur- yeah. Yurli- like Uriel Perez. Uriel Perez. Okay. So so th- that's what I'm saying. Like It's set up in a situation where it's fair. This isn't like somebody clearly being given the opportunity to just run through a fighter and make his debut and blah, blah, blah. Like These guys are going to have to earn it. And here's the thing. I th- You could argue that the reason why some guys don't go to PBC is because there's really no soft road in the welterweight division. You know what I'm saying? Like, no matter where you go, your back's against the wall there isn't to a certain anybody, degree. There isn't any welterweights, at least with one leg. You know, everybody got two legs for sure. Definitely. That's well That's well put, you know. Um, and, and, and so I think that your hooker, you're betting on yourself going to PBC, but you're also betting on the idea that you don't have to remain an undefeated – well, not he's not undefeated, but you don't have to remain flawless in your PBC run. You can lose once. You can lose twice and still be a Thurman opponent at some point or a Garcia opponent. Like these guys you know, are going to have soft touch coming back from losses, Bruh. coming back from layoffs, injuries, surgeries, and he fits into that narrative Bruh, perfect dude, as a guy who get respect for. This dude could end up as a Broner opponent at welterweight. You know what I mean? You just never know what – could shake out for him like he got too many options over there and that's the campaign that we've been singing i'm just happy bo mac brian mcintyre is his manager advisor trainer and now he will establish a relationship with pbc people and uh that's good enough for me it's we're melting the ice that's good enough for me as far as Lopez, Hooker's on the up, right? He's 31, Lopez is 36, and Lopez has been in tough. He's been in tough. He's got almost 300 rounds box, guys, and you know how I get when I see a dude with this many rounds. 
but damn, if we got to do a film study, are we giving Lopez too much credit for one round? Like, did he win more than one round? Because everyone, uh, you know, everybody, like, even me, I'm like, I'm, I'm stuck on that seventh round with Keith. But how good did he look the rest of the fight? He's, he's hypnotized me with that one round. So um, he got a lot of rounds. Hooker should be able to get him out of here. And you got to think about it like this. A lot of people been able to get him out of here. You know, Berto, right? Knocked him out in six. Mm -hmm. Thurman took a majority decision. Maidana knocked him out. But now, the knockout between Maidana and, and Berto, there was about three fights in between, but none on the level of Maidana and Berto. You understand? And then, right before Maidana, Canelo knocked him out, too. Before that, he had a split decision loss to Jesse that I thought he got robbed. I watched that on Friday Night Fights back in the day. Shout out to Friday Night Fights, Telly Atlas calling fights. That was dope. You know, um, but he's been in tough and he's been in with punches, man. You know, he fought Ortiz where he actually got the knockout. That was his Cinderella story. That's when everybody started calling him the Riverside Rocky. But the point is, yo, eight losses, 36 years old, 279 rounds box. Hooker only has 141 rounds box. Hooker should be, you know, finishing the Lopez story in fashion and moving on to something else. Um, I'm going to go ahead and click on his box right here and see where is he ranked on box rec and knew they got him as a welterweight. They got him as a welterweight, which isn't bad for him. He's not ranked, I'm sure, in any of the sanctioning. Well, actually, let me see something. His last fight was well, at... I would double check Oh, no, that. his last fight was at 144, so let's see if they did rank him, if anybody did rank him. I don't know. I doubt it. With a tune-up, it would be hard to get ranked in the in welterweight Yeah, division. I wouldn't think it's likely, but um, I, I, I still would double-check. Yeah. Uh, you know, I've been using the Boxing Voice ranking. Shout-out to uh, theboxingvoice.com forward slash the ranking. No, I'm forward slash seeing. rankings. Uh, go there. That's the only place on the internet where you can get the ring, the WBO, the IBF, the WBC, and the WBA full rankings from every single weight class, um, except for the girls. We got to get the women on there at some and point. We're still, but, um, we're still, you know, campaigning um, for the IBO. to get the IBO on there just to continue to have all those names and, 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 and make it simpler to follow these divisions. Box Live. Box Live. Shout out Box Live, man. Yeah, let me let me just double check. I'm saying awesome. shit right, right. Awesome. Job. He is the man. Here, somewhere around here. Powered by Box Live. Somewhere. Where are you? I don't see it. Uh oh. That sucks. I don't really find Maurice right Hooker ranked eleven Where? in the IBF at one forty seven. Really? Yeah. Wow. 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 Ranked 11 in the oh, WBC. Oh, he is right there. The hell, you didn't believe me? No, because I just had it. I couldn't find him. I mean, but it's hard, all these names. Oh, gotcha. Not as hard. Uh, and you said 11 in the BC, too? I see Ray Robinson in the BC at 11. Maybe I got to get an update. Oh, I'm at IBF. I'm sorry. I'm at IBF. I'm so sorry. No, you said that first. Said you said that first, but then you said, and then something, 11 in the BC, too. But all right, no problem. Just one. Yeah, just That's IBF. Dope. Yo, so he's really yeah, going for great. yo, so he's really going for Earl, bro. Yo, Bo yeah. Mac, Bo Mac probably told him we see something, we see something. Uh, we gonna we gonna send you to go take those belts. Then you and Terrence do it. Fuck it. You know that's how Bo Mac talk. Come 
Um, so yeah, man. All right, I think that's it, man. We pretty much touched on everything. Potential opponent. Touched Say what, brother? No, I said well, I think we touched on everything. Yeah, I think we touched on uh, potential opponent. Definitely touched mm-hmm. on the news. They said multi-fight deal. We're gonna assume at least, you know, three, two. It would make no sense for it to be anything less than three. And honestly, I could see like a five fight, six fight deal. I think that there's enough Yo, to do with so him regardless fights. of winners or losses. Bro, he might end up with a lip and yet. There's so many fights for him now. He just got to win, bro. He just got to win. Look at the haters. The bartender's mad. Ah, he said... He not getting Earl. You so mad. He on the right side. He'll get him before anybody else would. I'll tell you that. I'll tell you that. He made the right decision. Shout out to Bo Mac, man. He smelt that coffee, man. That's what I'm talking about, bro. Yo, boxing is getting in a good place, man. Boxing is getting in a good place. We started off with Wild the Fury happening, you know, and and, and Yo. And- but how terrible would it be though if Hooker upset Earl and then and then and then Bud that's never, never gets that shot? That's never terrible because if that's what happened, that's what was meant to be. That's why I never. Yeah, but then we lose the Bud Spence, and then we know that Bud's never gonna get the ability to. to he gotta to be make Hooker. To, he gotta be Hooker. They're not gonna fight. They're not. If this man went to this length to not fight Crawford, nah, listen, you to know, me. out of listen friendship, not fear, he's not. They're not gonna fight. I can't believe you making me repeat. The whole Daniel Jacobs, Dervianchenko, Andre Rozier, Gary Stark story. Oh, good call. You know when what? When the You're money right. is there, the money no, no, is no. there. Uh, point God. Bro, especially for those casual listeners, yo, Terrence Crawford has three trainers, okay? Those three trainers could easily sit down and say, look, y'all, you know we've been splitting shit from the beginning of time. So now we got a WBO champion in Terrence, and we just upset Earl and beat him twice because you, you know he's... Well, actually, PBC don't really do rematches. So. <laughs> so Maurice might end up beating Earl and not have a rematch clause. But who knows? Because Sean ain't have one is all I'm saying. And I ain't see Danny have one either. But um, they could be sitting around saying, look, now we got all the belts between three trainers. Red, look, you you, you go over there. Red Spikes and, and, and Isu go over there. With uh, with, with Maurice, like, we got to do this because this is what's better for both our fighters. First of all... You know, all, that's happened in MMA before, too. Well, there where you go. two guys fought from the same stable and they said, okay, you take him. But usually in those situations, the head coach sits out. And he said, I mean, he'll help both, you know, a little bit here and there. But he'll sit out and he'll say, okay, well, the coach is going to get him. The coach is going to get him. Um, so many people mad saying Hooker versus Spence. Now, I don't understand. What, what do you think that, that Hooker can't win the fights to get to a Spence? Or, I mean, that uh, would be the only argument I would. I don't see, see any other argument. I want to hear yeah, that. I don't reason. see any other argument why he wouldn't get the fight, un- other than him not. Algeri got a Spence fight. Yeah, listen. I again, I don't think there's any reason why he wouldn't get the fight unless he's just getting beat, you know, and the fight don't make sense. Even then. You know, if Earl were to suffer an injury or, you know, God forbid something would happen, like he'd need surgery on a broken hand, whatever, whatever the case may be, Maurice Hooker 
could be the guy that comes, you know, coming off a layoff, coming off a surgery, coming off an injury. You know, those type of fights make sense. And I think that he fits in there really, really nice. Bruh, how how Earl do Pacquiao so dirty in the box rec rankings? He 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 trumping Pacquiao by like almost 300 points, him and Crawford. He he's at 800 and something points. Crawford and Pacquiao in the 500s. I, I thought, I thought. I thought Terrence was number one on box rec. When this got updated, that's crazy. Really? It, he's passed him by eight hundred, about three hundred points. I'm screen sharing. Not yet. Let me screen share. Boom. Crazy. That's a huge. And, and, and even Pacquiao being number three, like with all those star fights he's had, how how those guys overtake him? Yeah, Earl at number one, Crawford number two, Manny number three. Uh, I respectfully disagree with this list. Because of course you do, because you have Crawford, but this is how it yeah. belongs. <laughs> this is how it belongs. Except that it could be argued that Pacquiao should be number two because of his win over Thurman. Listen, I, I would have Crawford at one and Pacquiao at one before I'd have Earl at one. Wow. Now you wonder why he don't answer your text. Yo, let's go out to the phone lines and uh, get to the callers. No way. Uh, they say Ken, I'm just saying, Ken Stone with a super chat says, Hooker not built for 147. I'd pick Khan over him. Damn. But, hey, that's even an option. That's even an option. Khan is still, you know, kind of does business with uh, Al, right? Yeah, and he's still an incredible talent who is 100% one of the greatest offensive fighters that we've seen in the last 30 years. So, yeah, he brings a lot to the table. Uh, so, so, so Rob is saying that he hopes I have the same energy if Hooker and Spence really fight. And I, mean, <clears throat> I don't know. What do you mean? That's what I'm saying. I don't know what he means. I guess he wants me to be like, mad if he doesn't think you'll be as excited for no, the fight. No, I think he wants me to be mad. Um, if they actually no, make no, the fight, I think he, yeah, I think that's what he's saying. I think he's saying that in reality, it's not a great no, because fight, he said, like, and it's not. It's not one no, of the no, matchups saying, that we want to see I the most. Out, I read but it he wrong. can earn that spot. I read it wrong. Uh, he did mean oh, it as God. like a, as as you know. He said if Spence fights Hooker before Bud, I hope you got that energy for Spence, bro. And mm. I guess he wants me to come for Spence for fighting. Um, That's what I think he's probably getting at. But is, why? Why? I'm not coming. Well, for, I'm not coming for Danny. Here's the thing. Here's I didn't thing. come yeah, for that's Sean. Different, though. Yeah, but that's different. Those are highly ranked fighters that have been in the ring with proven welterweights. Maurice Hooker. You know, if he gets there with his own volition, like he beats Thurman, then he or he beats Lopez, then he gets a Thurman shot, beats him. You know, and he earns that shot. We can't hate on that. You know what I'm saying? There's no way to hate on it. And at the same time, if he gets Earl coming off, let's say, a loss or an injury or, you know, just time off from the ring, whatever be the case, that's also not a bad fight. You know, Thurman got Colazzo when he came back from a minor injury. You know, like those fights are necessary in boxing. It's like football. You know, it's like soccer. It's like baseball. Not every week we get the best fight the best. They have a schedule. You get what I'm saying? So, so boxers, yes, we want to see the best fights. And and I I was just on the last show complaining about these guys, you know, not us not getting the best fights right now. But that being said, you know, 
there are all types of fights. So I, I think the hooker fight could be a good one. But yeah, if he were to get it out of nowhere, yo, that would be a little. I mean, there's plenty he, of guys to it, fight. It, Thurman's it, a better fight. Listen, right now. listen, if he got it out of nowhere, what would be the difference between, I don't know, a voluntary defense that any other champion takes? No, listen. That's what a voluntary off, is. Listen, if he's coming off a Porter fight, then he's coming off of a Garcia fight, then he goes in there with Bud or, or Pacquiao or even Thurman. Yeah, he deserves to get his his uh his his Fundura. I mean, not Fundura. Um, uh, the guy that Sean's fighting. Um, uh, you know, he deserves to get that fight. So you know what I'm saying? Like you're right, but at the same time, if they're just to sign him and then. In his next fight, he's an Earl opponent. Like, come on, you got to admit that's again, not. No, we're not going to have that. I, there's fire nothing. For it. There's nothing to admit. Listen to what I'm about to tell you, and, and I'm glad I still got this dude's resume up because you got. This is the problem with fickle boxing fans. It's hard to remember too. It's like so much information. But let me read to you. Uh, his last three opponents would be Garcia, Porter, Hooker Garcia, or Spence. Spence. So okay, it's not ahead. about Hooker. It's about Spence. It's Garcia, Porter, Spence. Al, I need a tune-up. You know, that that's well, a schedule. That is I mean, a schedule. Garcia played out like a tune-up, so. No, well, you know. it didn't. He threw a 1,000 punches, so he needed to rest after the fight. He also yeah. told us post-fight, in retrospect, no need for him to lie because it was retrospect, and he won the fight by wide margin. He said... I suffered making weight. I struggled. I, I didn't struggle, but I, I, I took off 35 pounds. And then he told us I took off 35 pounds in the, in the Sean fight. So, again, if he beats Garcia and wants a... Soft touch. Softer so, touch. Exactly. A softer touch like a Josecito Lopez for Thurman or like an Andre Granados for, for, for Danny. I don't see why that's wrong. you're saying on the opposite side that Crawford has had too many of those types of fights of that course. he now needs. Okay. Yo, Earl, Earl is through the ringer, and that's what most most Earl fans call in to say, like, my guy is is taking the punishment, fighting all the tough guys, while your guy just waits for the opportunity. Okay, but I don't... Then listen, I don't want to turn this into, like, a crazy debate or anything. I'm just going to make this point. You can react how you want to react. If ah, you... Yo, yeah, Mario. <laughs> if... If you, if you, who just 10 minutes ago, if that, said that in your mind, Earl Spence is the number one welterweight, shouldn't you then hold him to a different standard then, right? So so then if Bud's not your number one welterweight and Bud doesn't deserve that spot and Bud, you know, isn't that guy, but then Earl is, then shouldn't Earl have more tough fights in between the soft touches? No. Um, so that a hooker fight coming see, off of a Danny Garcia fight isn't logistically make as much sense? No, because, see, my energy is always the same. When 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 um, Anthony Joshua needed a tune-up, I wanted him to get it. Wilder needs a tune-up, I want him to get it. You know? Um, whoever needs the tune-up, I'm always the guy there to say, give him that no. tune-up. Uh, that's always listen, me. Okay, I'm going to say it like this. You are consistent with your logic, but your intensity and your energy aren't always consistent. Yesterday's show, 
you were extremely adamant about the Thurman um, topic, okay? And there are times where you come and you bring the same logistics and the same idea and the same concept, right? You hold the same values and morals, but you present them differently for certain fighters, I think. And and I think that's fair to say. I think you'd agree with me. Well, well, shouldn't my energy be different to the unified welterweight that's fought way better welterweight? Shouldn't I be more um, submissive, lenient to him getting a soft touch versus the guy who I feel entire resume is a soft touch? I don't like. We can move on and keep it on hooker. Okay. Because it's getting. Listen, I, I feel going, that. That's it's cool. going the wrong I, I, listen, place. I, you, you think I disagree with you all the time? I don't. I think that that's a fair. That's a fair point. I don't agree with the way that you see Crawford, but I can agree that you do present that same philosophy. Someone called regardless in. of the weight and. Do you remember who called in yesterday and said, yo, nobody's out here fighting like Wilder. Wilder has had four straight tough fights. So he deserves a tune-up, bro. Uh, so he de- what you mean? Uh, no, I think he does. Well, I don't remember anybody saying that, but I yeah, do Yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone agree with called you. in yesterday and said that. It was either yesterday or today's show, but definitely in the last 24 hours. And I might have been pissed. Any, anyone like Porter. Look at Porter's schedule. And look, am I mad at... Has anyone seen me making Porter's a duck? He's fighting an un... A nah, I'm celebrating for Mella. So, again, people are just fickle. They While admitting that Porter has gone through the ringer exactly. and deserves a fight that some people would... Or most people would consider a softer touch. Ex- you know? and, and I guess- mean, you look at it, bro. Broner... Thurman, Berto, Granados, Garcia, Uga, Spen- I mean, God no. dang it. And even if you look at Eric Bone, who people didn't know about, and by the way, Eric Bone was a last-minute replacement. Bonet. Bonet. A rare, a rare time when I know how to pronounce someone's last name. <laughs> y'all see him, kid? Y'all see him stunting on me? Bonet, like he went off French with that. Nah, that was a good one. Uh, but yeah, listen, that was a that was a last minute replacement. And by the way, Bonet showed up to fight that night. Like he really did. Like he he and brought as that, much as he could. Before that was Brooke Malinaji, Devin Alexander. Like this is a resume. This is a Canelo resume. This is a Canelo. Resume without the A-side treatment. So in his tight fights with Danny and Thurman, he he got the loss. Well, or, well, rather, you know, he got the win in the in the Danny, but not in the Thurman, right? So, uh, but but his tight fight with Earl, you know, well, he couldn't got the win because he got the drop. He got dropped. That that's what that's what turned it around. Um, so that's that was a legitimate loss, and the other legitimate loss was the Thurmans. I guess that's the tight one. That's the only one because Brooke yeah, was a Brooke, Brooke was a legitimate loss. It was his fault that he didn't adjust to the grabbing. That was the issue. But my man's but resume... The majority decision wasn't a UD. No, my man's resume is, is Canelo-like because if you go back, you know, eight years ago, eight, not even, you go back 10 years, he was already fighting Ray Robinson and Hector Munoz already. Already. 10 years ago. Then... You know, two no-names. Alfonso Gomez, contender dude. Julio Diaz, everybody for he's faced him. Phil LaGreco, mm-hmm. Julio Diaz again. Very Devin, solid East Coast, yeah. Devin Alexander, Malinaji, Brooke Bonet, Broner, Thurman, Ber- Berto, Granados, Garcia, Ugas. Yo, that's a beautiful... 
That's a beautiful resume. I hope they treat him. Perfect. No, I get it. I hope they I treat him it. right at, at, at when it's time for the Hall of Fame. You know, um, he's that dude, bro. He's one of them dudes right there. Uh, but anyway, let's open up these phone lines. You got any final thoughts? Um, no, I just want to say I think that the hooker decision was a good one. I think it works out. And uh, I do hope we see the Lopez fight. Yeah, man. Good decision. Good decision. Again, for multi-reasons, man, especially now, I, I want to believe that Bomac gets to talk and open up those lines of communication with those PBC folk where he's speaking to them now because he's the manager of Hooker. This is, to me, what I'm, you know, dreaming for, right? These calls are brought to you by El Camino Electrical Services, experts in electric vehicle charging stations. For consultations and turnkey installation, visit us at ElCaminoElectricalServices.com. Remember to rate us five stars on iTunes. Subscribe to YouTube.com slash The Boxing Voice for the latest and greatest interviews with your favorite fighters. Stone Bone, what up, champ? You stay with that inside info, huh? You avail? No? Going once, twice. Need to come back. Steve in Chicago. Yeah. <clears throat> hey, Daddy. This is Dollar Beat. I drink soda. I eat pizza. I hang out with chicks all day. These fighters still can't beat me. They fighting every day. They ain't the gym every day. Give me six weeks. Yeah, nobody's going to dispute that uh, this isn't a good decision. Uh, they'd be crazy to dispute that. But my thing is, uh, you know, I just want to see the fight. I, uh, is this Lopez thing a done deal? Nah, I wouldn't say that. But that the rumors are indicating that that's where it's going. Because that'll be, you know, he'll he'll earn. Bad respect from me, you know, if he wins that. And 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 if let's just say hypothetically he did, you know, Ennis is in need of a step up fight. Ah, that would be great if he won to pair him up, or pair him up with the winner of that. If that if that is happening, because they announced a fight with them, but it's like TBA. So I agree, that would be a good fight. Telling so many opportunities. We got a lot of good fights too, but you know, I'm willing to give Hooker a chance. Let's see what he can do. Agreed. Agreed. A lot of there's a lot of drama in that. Well, if he does do Lopez, there'd be a lot of drama there. A lot of drama. What do you mean uh, if he does do Lopez? If he wins? No, like if if it happens, just if it happens because of the trainer situation. Yeah, hell yeah! Um, I love that drama. I love that uh, Robert already knows Hooker, already has the win over Hooker with Ramirez. I love that. That that, yeah, man. Um, let me get to Boomerang Gang, but really pound for pound. What? Might have to. We haven't. We might have to mix this up, man. The champ is here. Red belt, black belt, W-O and green. I'm king. Undisputed goat, TBE. And you can catch the news first.
first on TPV Voice of the people, people now let me speak Scientists of the sweet, B-O-X-I-N-G that should be hitting, champ. Yup. Yo, TBV, what's good? You can hear me? Yes, sir. Oh, cool. Man, I actually got off early today, so I figured I'd see if I get lucky and the show was still on. So I don't really know what y'all talking about. We talking about Maurice Hooker signing a multi-fight deal with PBC as a welterweight. And Bo Mac and Stone Bone have confirmed that... Hooker is advised and managed and trained by Bomac, which means Bomac made that deal happen or has some sort of say in it. And yeah, it looked like he might be getting that Earl shot before a, a Crawford do. I look like that. That's what I'm just saying. It looked like that. Oh word, that's that's uh that is some big news, man. I'm I'm happy to see what what you know with a uh, COVID going on at the the boxing world. Not only finally got up and moving, but they still shaking stuff up. So it's still some fights, you know, what I'm saying that can be made and on the horizon. So that's that's always good to hear, man. Uh, I like Mo Hooker, man. It's it was it was sad to see his loss against Lope against uh, Ramirez, but you know, what I'm saying it was, it was still a good fight, man. So so I appreciated it. And I can't wait to see what he does with the PBC, man. Uh, 147, that's already a stacked division, especially on the T PBC side. So is that why y'all were saying Lopez that holds the seat up? Uh, I'm yeah, assuming. yeah, that's the rumor. That that's he, being reported. Yeah, that's the rumor that his first fight is going to be Josecito Lopez, who's obviously trained by Robert uh, Garcia, who obviously trains Jose Ramirez, who obviously knocked out Hooker the first time at 140. And that's a that's a good fight. That's a good look too, man. Uh, especially coming into one forty seven, man. That that'd be a good one to see. Cause, yo, I did give you extra because I felt like, yo, how do you how do you cut a pound for pound off like he's a regular boomerang? Yeah, you know I mean, intrigue. What it do? Buenos dias, Buenos dias. Which one did he say to go? He got I got ten intrigue intros, fellas, and he sent me a new one. Hold on, let me see, let me see. Didn't you send me a new one? Thought I got an email from you. No, nope, this stainless, stainless sent something. Let's see what stainless sent. Damn, I can't adjust it here. I'm at the drag and drop. Alright. Yo, wouldn't it be crazy if Progress and Hooker, who were supposed to fight on the zone, end up fighting on PBCs? Well, in PBC. Well, I mean, man. Yeah, it would be crazy. <laughs> Don't touch it, champ. Don't it would touch be it. mad. It would good. be bad for Eddie to lose it two would... dudes like that. But 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 for Lou too, right? Lou Lou Lou. Listen, Lou. yeah, and, yeah. yeah. It, it would be bad for Lou, and I feel I, I feel like Eddie. Listen, here's the thing. It, yeah, it's not. You know, I'm sure Eddie would be disappointed, but it's no skin off his back. He's got plenty of great fights, so it doesn't matter. But that said. I was thinking more about it from the fans' perspective. Like, you know, at least we still get the fight. Because I really like that fight. I do. I really, really like that fight. You know, it sucks that we didn't get it. Yeah, well, I mean, cross your fingers, champ. Um, it ain't over to the fat lady sings. No disrespect to all my big girls. Watch out for the big girl. Watch. But, uh, yeah, you know, it might not be over. <laughs> It might not be over there. There are more shows to do. Well, I, I think it all. Well, no, I better not say that because I was gonna say like if you're at 140 and your progress, like 
going to PBC, does that almost ensure the idea that he's moving up to welterweight like I in mean, the very near future? It better be because if you wanted 140, you should have went the top rank or still exactly, out of the zone. exactly. You know, I mean, who's I mean, I mean, not really. He could be like, yo, I'm I'm waiting for Tank. I'm waiting for Tank. I'm waiting for who else could be he be waiting at from 35 to to move up. Hmm? Uh, Tank for sure. You were right about that. Um, I don't know. Robert Easter fight probably on the horizon at some point. Could be good. Easter ain't bad. Alright, Intrigue, I found it, is in the system. I'm putting Intrigue's new, new intro. Number seven. Alright, let's see. Rambo, Ferrari, Thorn Will, made overseas. The whole money bag, dead president. 150, 2010s, I want all of it. I want it all. Draco. What's up? What's up, Ness? Yeah, I, I never send a new one to you, man. I gotta send it to you because that—that sounds. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. Remember, I sent it, and that sounded like corrupt. For whatever reason, man, you it had still that go same, hard. It's still yeah, go yeah, hard, appreciate man. it. But you had that same intro, Ness. I used that a long time ago. It never sounded like that, so I don't know what happened. I but I'm know, a, I don't know if I must have deleted it. Hell no. Be mad because I get the better fights. I got a pack of them, but this yeah, is... Yeah, I know. Uh, I mean... I'm, I'm going to send it I'm gonna send it today, man. I got caught up. But, uh, nah, that, that hooker news, when I seen that yesterday, I was like, yeah, that's big, man. I like the fact that, you know, Bo Matt and I can get over here and see how, how the PBC side operates. He's going to be over there whispering in Bud here trying to get him over to PBC, get him, get him away from Bob. He know what's best for him, but um, now nah, I got uh, I got uh, Lopez in that fight though. I don't think that's the fight that they should have uh, brought Hooker after getting knocked out at 140 straight up to fight Lopez. I would have gave him a, a softer touch to get him a, a, a adjusted to the 147. That's the only thing I really say about that. But yeah, now nah, I think it's a good mo- move overall though. That's all I got. All right, uh, we got my Jean Bet. Boomerang, what up? Just listening. Majid, Florida. What up, what up, what up? Everybody needs to like the video, subscribe to the channel, help him reach his next goal, and join Patreon for something. But, uh, yeah, man, um, they're coming over to PBC. I like that move or whatever. You know, I'm just waiting for them to have one more addition to that little circle. You know what I'm saying? And then it, we'll see what's real. We about to find out what's what's about to happen, whether Hooker could get these easier fights with these better names, you know? And uh, that's just going to be a gauge for Crawford or whatever. Like, you're going to know what you got to do by the end of this year based off of Hooker now, you know? So, uh Hopefully he think about re-signing, buying out of something, because Hook about to go against Lopez. Good luck on all that, because I think Lopez a dog. But, uh, yeah, man, just just good shit for getting shit done, and uh, that's all I got, man. All right. Legit. Thanks for calling in. Lewis, what up? Lewis, Lewis. Luis, what's up? No, he dropped off. 
Lewis left. We got Lewis. 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 Champ. Champ. We hear you. Yes, we do. You got to talk. My bad, brother. I'm just listening. Sorry. Okay. We got JT New Orleans. What's up? What up? Yeah, man. Um, y'all say Hooker, he's signing with uh what El Hemi? PBC multi fight deal. Maurice Hooker? Maurice Hooker at Welterweight. Oh. Rumor uh, rumor he's supposed to be fighting Josecito Lopez. I thought he was fighting Regis. Supposed to be fighting Regis. Nah, that was on another network, another promoter. We, we done with all that. We oh, met, okay. He well, man he managed well, by Bo Mac now. Well, Maurice Hooker sound punch drunk when he be talking, so um, I really don't see him doing too much at welterweight, but getting himself more hurt. Damn. He's a big, tall dude, but uh, he don't fight that tall to me. Look, I mean... He with Bomack now. He going to change all that. Yeah, but <laughs> Bomack can't change that, man. Maurice got that aggressive style, and that's what he going to go back to doing, um, fighting aggressive. And um, but I mean, like I never really uh, liked his skill set, so I don't see him beating none of the top welterweights. So, to be honest so, with you so now. you think Josecito beats him? Hell yeah! Oh, damn! All right, all right. I know. So I, I, like I said it was a tough fight on. too. Hey, Josecito Lopez put it. Well, you know what? That be a that be a good fight, but it's a fight that they uh Josecito Lopez can win. Hell yeah. Uh, I yeah, said the I same agree. thing. I agree. It's a fight he can but win. But I also say I think we need to go watch that fight again with him and Thurman. Like, did he win more than just that seventh round? Are we giving him way too much credit? And um, we also need to see how Hooker uh, is at 147. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's going to be a big thing. Like, right now, I think that if you're picking Lopez, it's based off the assumption that Hooker is undersized for the weight class right now. If he could prove that that's not an issue, I think he holds more weight than people might assume shout out to supermax in the mastermind chat stainless you know we can't wait for you to join the chat uh who's letting us know we got some super chats here and appreciate everybody we last stopped at uh javier caputillo ken stone i do believe i got you by saying hooker not built for 147 i'd pick con over him then we got halo jump who put a gif of a jumping man i guess and then he says keith one time thurman still number one pound for pound in the welterweight division mm. shout out to you champ still riding with thurman he was talking about fans dropping that's off. what's up man yeah he was talking about the fans who be dropping off and he know he lost a few we got jerome in the house I said Jerome's in the house. Yo, what's going on, guys? What up? Chilling, chilling. Yo, so, yeah, so, I mean, Maurice Hooker, he, he, he almost 
he almost six feet, man. And Jose Lopez is about five nine. But are y'all do y'all know that the Cowboys Stadium has been approved to open for the twenty twenty season to hold a capacity of fifty percent? Yes. I okay. I did hear that for the Cowboys. That's uh, okay. you know, so hopefully they can get some fights there. Right. So the interesting thing, right? So if Spence and Danny is could possibly be hosted there with another with Josecito Lopez and Maurice Hooker, that fight also plays. That could be a nice card, right? Bro, there what date is that fight? Wilder Fury, what? November twenty first. Man, I might end up going to that shit. Yeah, they could host and a lot and everything, and they've been That's working Texas, with the CDs. Yes, Texas. They've been working with the. They've been approved from Texas. They've been working with the CDC very closely. They also been approved by the NFL. Yo, but Texas open. got hella cases, man. They out here dirty, man. We got to stay away from Texans, bro. I but told they using Mario, like the, they got to come with two COVID tests. They are using the bubble concept, so they basically they're going cashless. So a lot of uh, people aren't going to interact with one another and that stuff like that. And you also will be able to tailgate as well. So you'll be able to use one parking spot. There'll need to be a space in between the other. It need to be a space and then another place. But also, what's basically what Jerry Jones is saying is that he's trusting people to be safe as well. Wearing masks, they're going to have policies set in place for people to use masks, they're going to have sanitizer and all that set in place for people to, so they can attend football games. And hopefully, they host the um, Spence uh, uh, Garcia because that definitely will be huge, especially with the pay per view that they have fans there. I think that's going to be a big thing. Um, but that's all I have, fellas. <clears throat> Good call, good call. Thank you for the reminder, because you're absolutely right. But uh, Net, Net, Ness, Ness gonna be moving to Texas. Watch, like, like, like Joe Rogan shook up the the world of podcasting and, and comedy. It gets too Ness hot. That's about bro. to shake up the world. It gets too hot over there, man. Y'all get like 108s, one fucking 14s. Your pool water is warm. Yeah, that's true. Too hot. That's true. I like, I like to go out. You know. So yeah. when, hopefully when COVID is over and back, you know, you can go out with Texas. It's right now. Y'all, y'all hot right now. Y'all hot on both ways. Temperature and uh, temperature. COVID. <laughs> <laughs> How's it going? J-Mac. Ooh, what up? You know how these bitches is in the sport. Total disrespect. Kid has no class, no style at all. I'm a gorilla. I'm a dog. I'm a dog. I'm a gorilla. The smartest thing you can do Stay away from Darren. It boogie can't be man. the boogeyman if I'm chasing him. You want to bet a hundred thousand on that? Let's bet a million. Easy. Let's bet a million. Yo, can y'all hear me? Yes. Yeah, you good. Hey, with all due respect to Mr. Hooker, I had the luck, um, privilege of meeting him and uh, Errol being in the gym. So he is from Dallas. Um, that dude got a lot of kids too. So I hope that, uh, PVC deal is, um, you know, life changing. And I think he got some pretty good money with, uh, shit, who you signed with first? Who you signed with? The zone? Yeah. Rock nation. Okay. The zone. Rock nation. Whatever. So I'm rooting for him, but 147, mmm, Lopez. I don't know about that. Uh, when they talk about somebody being light in ass, yeah, he's six, uh, six foot. He light in the ass, man. The dude, uh, I don't think he built for it, and I hope he not being uh, moved too fast, or maybe he's in a situation where he got to move fast. But, Who knows? And it but pay off. J Mac, you know, you know Bud Trainer Bomac is his manager and trainer. 
So he ain't moving I, too fast. I, you got to see something. No, like, no, 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 no. Like I want to say this. But he also may be in a situation, the reason why he, um, Bomac moving because that may be beneficial to him and stuff like that. We wondering why you can make a move to PBC in Maurice case. I mean, Bob making money over there. He just can't get the fights. Maurice need to get the fights and he could possibly get the fights over there in his situation. That might be a better situation for, uh, uh, Maurice uh, moving over there, but I think he gonna struggle against any elite uh, welterweight. He fight, he six foot, but he fight. It's almost crazy hearing him say that's a good situation for Maurice, man. So you know that that's a good situation for Bud. I just hope that you know now that you know Bomac, like I keep repeating, is over there talking with the Owls and the and the, and the Owls people. He can soften up that conversation. Uh, that Bud and and um, Earl conversation with Al and Al's peoples, you know, get that thing going. Uh oh, this guy deserves all the praise. Jay from Orlando. I told Oh, you caught two knockdowns and a draw. This guy, this, what he's done needs to be highlighted because when we start talking callers of the year and things like that, this guy, this guy, this Peoples, what's good, what's good, what's good? Yo, Yo it's, man. it's funny listening to that, bro. I can't believe you called that. Did you ever bet on that like that or did you just bro. bet draw? I just, I just, I didn't bet no money because you know, uh, in Florida, uh, we can't, we can't legally bet. So like, every time I played around with five dimes, like I never liked but it because wait, you know I have to choose to. You wasn't to... in L.A. for that? Nah, I wasn't oh. in uh, that fight. Happened in New York. That fight happened in New York. Um, that fight happened on the uh, Javante Davis. Um... Oh, so when you said two knockdowns in a draw, it wasn't for the Fury fight. No, that was for that was for uh, what's his damn name, Chunky. What the hell is the damn? Oh, James DeGale. Yeah, James DeGale versus um, um, Sweeten dude, Black Sweeten dude. Um, yeah, yeah, Badu Jack. Badu Jack. Yeah, that was for that fight. Yo, that's funny yeah. because you hear it yeah. now and you automatically think you called the Wilder fight. Yeah, nah, <laughs> nah, 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 nah. That was for that uh, that James DeGale, whatever. But. It's crazy, though, because I did call that in order, though. I called it the exact order of how, who was going to fall first, how this person was going to fall. I called that fight exactly how it was, because I knew I knew James DeGale was the reason why they called him Chunky. That boy get lazy in them late rounds, so I knew that, I knew that was going to happen. But uh, dealing with dealing with this news, man, I like the news, man. Um, I like it a lot. I think it's a good place. I think I like, I really like, you know what I'm saying, Bromat being over there with the PBC. Going over there on that side. Um, now, what I don't think is going to happen, like with a show title, I don't think that's ever going to happen. I don't. I don't never see Maurice Hooker and Earl Spence fighting, just because they're friends. And I've seen before where Earl Spence and Gary James were in the gym and they were talking about how, like, they were even talking about like, hey, oh, he gonna have to choose if we ever fight. Uh, if we ever fight, um, Terrence Crawford, he gonna have to choose which side of the, which side of the arena he gonna be on. He gonna have to choose which side he gonna be on because. He was offering. We were offerings, and I don't know if y'all remember when Terrence Crawford and Earl Spence met. They met at um, at uh, Maurice Hooker's fight. So they they are boys. I don't see them. I don't see that there being a reason. Especially PBC yo, got too many. I don't know. Weights. I don't know what's that famous heavyweight, but he said, "Yo, if you my friend, fight me." 
Because if you're my friend, you want to see me make money. You want to see me live well. Yeah, but what does Maurice Hooker bring for, for Earl Spence at this point? Bro, like, if, he got, Hooker, as in, if he got to his shot, he bring whatever he brought because he got there. Ain't nobody well, he's going to have to work him, his way. Yeah, he's going to have to work. Ain't nobody asking him to give him a shot, but if he got there, he got there. Yeah, I'm just saying right now, there's too many fish it's too many fish out there for the pride for that fight to, nah, I hear to even you. be a possibility. I hear you, but I tell you I mean, this right now. We won't be friends no more. We won't be friends no more if I'm on that PBC side and – and, and and I work my way up to to the IBF shot, and you talking about yo chill, Mo? We friends. I'm like nah, <laughs> we friends, dog. So don't hit me hard then. But I need this check straight up. The check represent too much. Like, all right, we friends, cool. Don't beat on me, but uh, we need this fight. You know what I'm saying? Um, I'm trying to, I'm trying to, I'm trying to, under, I'm trying to remember the name of the, the fighter that said that. Was it Ali? I know it was somebody famous. Somebody famous said that, like, if we friends, then fight me. You know what I'm saying? Don't say we friends and, and you don't want to put money in my pocket. But uh, is that what Doomy told you when trying to make uh, the battle with me? No, I'm just playing. Ah, uh, greatness. What up? Ray in the bay. Wait, wait, actually, I think I just skipped. No, I went to J. All right, Benitez, James Benitez. Just listening. Trey in the Bay. Just listening. We going to go to CYP, always, always calling in. Yo, 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 uh, Mario, Mario. <laughs> I heard you say that. You believe that Dillian White could beat the top three. I'm speaking on White because it's his fight week, man. Let's talk about that, man. Um, I don't think that he could beat Ortiz or Ruiz. And if and that's just my opinion. But let's just say I want y'all to give me your odds. What do you think the odds would be in a fight if he was to fight Ruiz tomorrow or fight Ortiz tomorrow? What would be the odds? Because if them odds are close to you, then he ain't beating the other three. You got to be able to get past them dude. certainly, certainly get past them two to be able to beat the other three. I mean, I think sometimes you, you maybe your UK love just, just gets you delusional sometimes, but man, stop it. As if he could just walk through Ruiz and Ortiz, but barely got through Parker, barely hanging on and got dropped by Regis. Come on, man. Stop it. That's all I want to say. That's a fair point, but here's what I would say. Ortiz doesn't beat John. Do we know that for a fact? I'm not saying I would pick Ortiz in that fight. I'm just saying, do we know for a fact that Joshua wins that fight? So if that's the case, then you don't have to have huge odds in White's favor to beat a guy like Ortiz. And then we already know Ruiz beat a guy like Joshua. So even if he were to scrape by Ruiz, then he could still logically beat Joshua. So, you know, that those are the top three. I didn't say who he beats. I just think that at some point, top three win. You know, I could be wrong. We'll see. But that's a good point. I, I get what you're saying. You're right. He, I don't see him dominating anyone inside of the top seven or eight. Um, but I do think he wins those fights. So if he can't dominate those, who's to say that he could beat the top three? Yeah. So I get where you're coming from. But I just, I believe in White a little more than most. Yes, you do. Um, <laughs> Caesar, Las Vegas. 
How you guys doing? Uh, oh, good. All two right. shows, two shows back to back. Appreciate you guys for the hard work. Let me take this south speaker real quick. Damn. All right. Yo. Okay. So Maurice Hooker going to PVC, man. Um, you know, I, I agree with uh, JT. What JT was saying. I'm not too high on Maurice Hooker. I feel like. I feel like there's a lot of dogs at 47, especially in the PBC side. And I mean, Josecito Lopez is going to be a super tough fight for him. You know, dude's got power, and uh, I I still think Josecito's dangerous uh, for a guy like Maurice Lee. I mean, Maurice Lee, fucking <laughs> uh, Hooker moving up. Uh, I mean, if you, if you put him against like, dude, like <laughs> if you put him against a dude like Lipinets, I think that that's also. Uh, a super tough fight for him, you know, like, I, I just don't think he has anything to do with the, the top dudes at 147, but hey, good luck to him, man, and, and uh, hopefully he gets that money, but uh, great show, guys, thank you for the hard work, it's for life, baby. All right, um, I think that is uh, everybody. We got boomerangs. Uh, we're going to try trade one more time. No, going once, twice. J-Mac, boomerang. Yo, can you hear me? Yes. Yeah, shout out to Mr. Intrigue and um, Mr. Keith Derman with, um, with Intrigue 10 intros and, and Keith Derman 10 million and Maurice Lee 10 million offer. And that $10 million offer that he offered uh, asked to fight uh, Spence back in the day. That's the lucky number. So I guess when we uh, want somebody to duck a fight, I'll just know they're about to say some BS. All you got to do is have the number 10 in your line. In Jesus' name, amen. My Jimbe Boomer. Boomerang, Majimbe. Yo. Yo. So this is this is the thing with uh, you know signing on to where you have options because I can easily see Pacquiao picking Hooker for his last fight. You know, uh, his farewell fight. Easy fight to do. Easy fight to win. And Bud is still not going to be able to get the Pacquiao win. So, uh, I don't know. That's my point. I'll talk to y'all later. All right, all right. So, we got intrigued with the boomerang. Intrigue don't want the boomerang. Stainless with the boomerang. Good switch, you know what I'm saying, to go over to uh, PBC. And even if not Jose Cito, because that is, that is a stretch, but it's still a good fight. And, I mean, if you're trying to prove yourself, what better way to do it than against Jose Cito Lopez? So, I'm saying, I'm looking forward to seeing that fight. That uh, that song I sent you, man, that's uh, that's my rough draft for that uh, Deontay to this day. You know what I'm saying? That's uh, number five on that mixtape, you know what I'm saying, coming soon for Boxing Bar, so. Check that out when you get a chance. Let me know what you think. Uh, as I always say, please make sure you push the thumbs up. Share this and every episode of the Boxing Voice Podcast. This is TBV for life. And if you ain't on Patreon, it's because you're stupid.
Shout out to El Camino. Peace. Yo, yeah, so y'all just gonna let uh, Stainless drop six songs on the mixtape. Y'all ain't gonna get on it. Intrigue, Mario, all y'all here acting like y'all do this. Next GTO, Instagram and Twitter. Count yo, CYP with the counterpart. Yo, yo, for all y'all in the chat who seem, who can't seem to get over this, we don't respect Ortiz because of what he did with Wilder. He was respected before he got the Wilder fight. And he was, he was respected more after the Wilder fight. That's what shows you UK bums that you're not real boxing fans because you seem to think everything, everything has to be connected to Wilder. No, my man, Ortiz is feared and respected regardless of Wilder. Ask Eddie Hearn and AJ why they didn't fight him when they agreed to for the uh, Vlad fight. Ask them why when they signed him, they still didn't put him up against nobody in their stable. Ask people why they never want to fight him. It has nothing to do with Wilder. Y'all need to let that Wilder stuff go and start looking at individual fighters for who they individually are. Stop being so biased that it makes you a damn idiot. Y'all get exposed every single day. And I actually love it, so keep it up. <laughs> And that is everyone. Uh, Stonebone, did we ever get to you? Because I went to you and you didn't say anything. And, okay, there he goes. I'm ready. Can you hear me? Yep. Yeah, my bad. I, when you came to me, I was in the other room with my son. I heard you on the TV. I'm like, oh, damn. Yeah, to me, look, I feel like I ain't, I'll never be a hater. I won't. I don't know Mo as much as I know some of the rest of the guys. I met him multiple times, but. Listen, if he in the top 15 of your sanctioning body, what do that mean? You can be a voluntary. You just can't fight nobody in the top that ain't that ain't ranked in your sanctioning body. So if they do a Texas bout, Mo get that couple million, going to get that money. And um, Ness, also you know that uh, Bo Mack and uh, the management company is him and Bud's. So him and Bud manage Jamel. And if it's a fighter that's signed to Bud, them promotional company, Blood manages them because it'll be a conflict for Bo Mac to manage and promote them. So I don't know if they both manage Mo or not, but that would be interesting to find out. I said try to see what they go if he involved in that, but I'm pretty sure it's too close to be managing them where people be like, oh, you you sent them to, to uh, PVC, so you didn't have to fight him or something like that. So, but it's a good good show, man. I, I hope we get that fight. I'm sitting here watching the fight when Jose Cito hurt hurt Keith. The punch stat was 114 to 38. So he was getting <laughs> – it's not as if he was winning that fight when he hurt Keith in the seventh. Just remember that. one 114 to 38 is the punch count when he finally hurt Keith. So it's not as if Jose still – or not still, is if he's some dominant fighter. So I think that's a good matchup. I think uh, Bomac wanted to – that's what I wanted to know, too. That's why I said we might need to go back and watch that fight. Like, are we over-assessing what Josecito did in that in that fight? Uh, we got Yo, we got CYP. another counterpunch from Mr. CYP. But before we go to him, I just want to remind our Patreons, we do have the betting show today at 5 Eastern uh, where we're going to present different parlays, different bets to it's hopefully make you money. Listen, we always have a theme for every show that we do, right? Untitled, Beating the Odds. I mean, I'm sorry, Untitled, uh, you know, Film Study. Our main goal and purpose for that show is to make you money. We're not there to hype up our fighters. We're not there to, you know, cap for anyone. We are there to make you money. So come and join us. CYP on the Counterpunch. Yo, 
Somebody chat with their casual lasses. Uh, who has a better resume, Pavetskin or Ortiz? And my counter argument to that is, who has a better resume, Porter or Spence? What is your point? Listen, when you have a billionaire behind you backing you from Russia, you can make offers and get fights. When you're, when you're a Cuban guy, a Puerto Rican, wherever you are coming from your country, trying to evade and become a free man, you, don't, you move a little slower. See, that's something about the UK that I do not like. Y'all elitist mentality is weird because you're not elite. You don't have the most champions. You don't make the most money. Nobody comes there to fight you. Your favorite fighters, favorite fighters are American. Your, your best fighter is named after an American. You guys tune into an American show to talk American boxing. Quit trying to put people down as if you're up. If you're up, then what, then where the hell is the ground? If you're up, then where is the ground? Because y'all always saying stuff that don't make sense. Please, you don't... Cut it, cut it, cut it. We got, um, let me double check. I think we got some super chats. If not, we have to ring the alarm. Yes, two super chats, but those were from CYP. We got to that. We want to go ahead and ring this alarm. The Supreme Tax, who just became a Patreon TBV ringer. Yes, sir. He will be cutting the line. And then shout out to Vincent Phillips, who also became a Patreon. So he will be enjoying many, many episodes of Untitled. And let me tell you right now, if you become a Patreon of The Boxing Voice, you have access to over 1,929 exclusive posts. So sometimes a lot of you guys just become a patron because you want to support the show and you respect what we do and, you know, uh, you feel like we deserve, you know, more. But take advantage. Take advantage. We're coming up on 2,000 exclusive, never-before-seen posts that are only for Patreon only. So, yeah, man, one of those board days, truck drivers, when you're on one of those long loads where, you know, somebody got to offload you or load you, Scroll, man. There's a lot of stuff there. There's a lot of stuff there. A lot of Patreon-only stuff. You know, certain videos that I put out that I just can't put out. You know what I mean? That I just let y'all rock out with. But Supreme Tax, we were just talking about you and the fact that you became a ringer. So in true ringer fashion, cutting the line if you want to jump in unless you're just listening. All right. Stonebone. Give it the stone Just give it the stonebone. Stone bone. I'm gonna give it the stone bone, but remember, boomerangs are the only ones that can give their call. Uh, Ringer cuts the line, but stone bone has helped us with this show with all the details. So, stone bone, take it away. Oh man, Ness, don't do it, man. They're gonna they're gonna attack me, saying I'm getting favoritism from Ness. I'm in trouble now on the back call. Man. I'm, <laughs> I'm the teacher's the teacher's pet today. No, hey, they know they know you my caller of the year. They mad. Hey, but I, I agree with you though, man. Listen, when Bo Mac is he's a hands-on type dude. You don't think he he like he was saying, he he was the one trying to make the uh Regis fight. He was the one trying to put that back on with the change in the weights to try to help Regis, and he just said, Forget it. Let's go to welterweight. And uh Eddie is the one who's letting a lot of guys go. It's not it's a lot of guys who finna get some opportunities to go in different places and make some good money. So I'm looking at it like this, and I bet you whoever Bo back talking to, 
Daylight, you know we can get uh you know we can get Bud that twenty, man. Just just come on over here, man. He could he can get twenty right now. You know what I mean? Like anytime you get access to different people, I know Bob Aaron probably he know Bo Mac been managing people. He he's uh Terrence Crawford's manager, so he's Jamel manager, so they know how he deal and they probably not happy about that situation. I don't see them that I don't think they put the money up for Mo. So if they ain't put the money up, Mo got big house, seven kids, living good, had a good money deal with the zone, made a lot of money off of those fights. He can do he don't need money up front. He can go and just say, All right, I'm gonna do it like this. So good luck to him, man. I hope everything work out for him. I hope he get the host of seat though. I hope he get maybe a Keith or Earl fight. Whichever one it is, get it done. All right. Yeah, man. Um I like Yo, the way you put that. Uh, Super Mech said, did you already get, he said, give my boomerang to CYP. Mm, CYP. And and then y'all say that he don't bring nothing to the show, but everybody gives him the call, the boomerang accountable. <laughs> oh, man, that's a lot of shit, bro. You still ain't going to win call of the year. <laughs> uh, he had to hit me with the hate, the hate on the intro. Nah, I'm hey, just, man, I'm just saying, Stonebone hey. is he brings a lot. Nah, you go, you going up against Stonebone, you going up against Brandon, and then yourself. Then you got, then you got past guys. You got Info Joe, Stainless. I mean, you know those guys could get nominated again. Those one, JP won one too. But I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Go for it. And Floyd May- Mayweather didn't beat 25 former world champions. What's your point? I'm Money May. Everybody knows the money's on me. If I want to be called in the year for 2019, which I already got, and you know that, I'd be called in for 2020 also, but I want J-Mac to get it. But if, if things heat up, if J-Mac rubbed me the wrong way, that's my brother, but he rubbed me the wrong way, I might have to steal that 2020 also. I'm thinking about it. But on a serious note, on a serious note, I don't understand. I don't understand this. Ortiz is 40. Pavetskin's 40. But if you put Pavetskin right now versus Ortiz, the odds would be Ortiz would be the favorite, in my opinion. But Ortiz is too old. He's too this. But Pavetskin ain't. So make your mind up, people. Don't allow your UK hate to make you look dumb. What I want to do for y'all is what y'all start saying, I want it to start coming true. Don't just say stuff in the chat or on the show that doesn't come true. Like, start getting to the future realm where you say, oh, this, 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 this guy sucks, and then somebody else says he sucks. Last but not least, man, last but not least, I talk about Wilder more than any other fighter because that's my guy. But think about it. The U.K. cats talk about Wilder just as much as me, but they say they're not fans. Nah, we are all fans. All hail the king. Bomb squad. CYP out. Real quick, want to ring the alarm. That is for Calvin T, Calvin T, joined us on Patreon, and he will also... It looks like he's from the UK, too. I'm not sure. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. Um, But uh, you should be uh, able to uh, join us on all Untitles and Film Studies. And uh, you are also uh, able to go ahead and be part of the TBV Fantasy Pick'em League. Um... Let me see. Let me read off exactly what you get access to, right? To help you and others. So, for pledging $5 per month, you 
Oh, and we also have the annual button now, too. I know a lot of you guys have been wanting to pay for the year instead of monthly, you know. Um, that You can do that now. It's not like I added that. They added that. You know, every day these companies grow. This is also a company that he was... This guy was a YouTuber, this guy named Jack. He was a YouTuber, bro, and, you know, he went through all the shit that YouTubers go through, and he invented Patreon, and uh, it's been changing people's lives ever since, right? Uh, that being said, um, the $5 uh, Patreon pledge gets you access to our Untitled and Film Study Tuesday shows. You get access to the Fantasy Pick'em League, and you be can, you know, get a chance to become the Grandmaster Picker. That name was chosen by our one and only Info Joe. Whoever gets them all right, right? So you could also uh, join the Boxing Voices uh, discussion, preview, and predictions, and uh, all that good stuff on any of our uh, Patreon-only shows. You also get access to Ask a Question, which is whenever we ask uh, any fighter, like we forgot to make one for Summerlin today because, you know, it's hard to remember everything. But you guys can remind me. That's what the community page is for. DBX, you do a great job. Uh, Carlito hits me up on Instagram. Sony hits me up regularly. Look, I'm not perfect. I forget shit. I told somebody to remind me, and only one person reminded me. And actually, damn, we should have got him on right now. Let me check my sh messages. Uh, Dillian White's trainer. I um shout out to who you know the people that reminded me, but Hooker just hit me back like not doing interviews right now. Thank you. All right, all right, champ. All right. Oh, my God, don't tell me that. Where is Tony Harrison and Charles Conway? Oh, yeah, yeah, because Conway drove all the way from uh, Toledo to over here for a photo shoot with the whole team. And um, he stopped through and got work with everybody. But remember, Harrison was in town. I was going to meet with Harrison, too, he, he, you know, but he was leaving. He was only in town for two days. So the day that I seen him, in Philly, which is not in town for me. I know that's two hours for me, but that's me tapping my chest. Really pu punching it. it. It hurts now. But I was going <laughs> to drive to Philly. I was going to drive to Philly just to see Harrison, but he was leaving the next day, bruh. I wanted to see my man. That's my dog. CYP hates him, but we love him over here. Harrison. The Charlo Humbler. No. Yo. Yo. Uh, I think we got a counterpunch from Steve as well, is what seven oh four said. Alright. Steve. Chicago. What up? Chicago. Steve? Yeah, I wanted to I wanted to bring up one thing we're not talking about that is useful to the subject is that uh you know, isn't it funny how these guys are leaving the zone and I I just think, you know, they came in the market you know, they, they went high, you know, they, they, they got their guys, and I don't think it panned out for them. And, you know, a guy like Hooker and some of these other guys, you know, their exposure is going to be a lot greater on, like, a Fox or ESPN. Like, I'm not dissing them, but it seems to be what's happening. And it is facts that they are financially in trouble. And that article from Financial Times, which is their paper, that's from London, stated 
that they were looking, that guy, that billionaire wants out. And they're still looking for investors. I haven't heard or read anything that they found a replacement. Well, there, there's, you know, he wants out, the guy that fronted the money to them. He's not getting his money back. So it's just interesting to see the future, how many fighters jump ship from there, especially the American ones. Yo, bruh, it's like the good Lord don't want me to stop working. It's so much news out here. Now, this little story, it probably ain't a story like a show, you know, especially to my standards. Somebody going to be like, yo, next word is born, but you did that, that so-and-so story, but you won't do this. But let me see if I attach the A-side to it. Is it big enough if the story involves Roly. Well, not. what is it? Guess not. I mean, well, what is it? If it's big I mean, it's enough, depend on what it is. If it's big enough, then it's got to be a show. If it's not, then it's got to be a mention. Can't be. Yeah, but that's can't the be thing. You gotta, 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 yeah, but it's a context thing, I think. My dog got the context. Like you ain't took me out I since just, the last <laughs> show. Uh, we got No in New Orleans. Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to introduce to you a young fella, and he comes from the Magnolia. Shout out to all my hustlers out there that's getting it. I'm an audio sound, that's I'm on the road, bro. Yeah, you sound you sound fine. All right, all right, cool, cool. Yeah, it's a bumpy ass road I'm on. Just let me know if the audio bad. You know what I'm saying? I can do it at a later time. But um, perfect. But yeah, man. man shout out, all right, shout out the hooker. You know what I'm saying? And uh, I mean, shout out the Bull Mac, bro. Bull Mac, he moving and shaking. And what I like about it, he actually entertaining other other companies and seeing what else is out there instead of. Just being in a in the box, you know what I'm saying? You never know what somebody else might be talking about, bro. So that that might bring us closer to the bug fight. That's what I'm looking at. If he if he talking to the people over there and actually seeing how stuff work on the inside, then, then you probably can see how oh that's how that's how this amount of money get paid to this fighter, that fighter. You know what I'm saying? You might you might might learn how the back end work. You know what I'm saying? So. I, I like all that, bro. I hope I hope Bo, Bo Mag get close to the right people, and we get the we get the bud and the Spence, the 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 the, the Spence and the um and, and, and Thurman get popping and Bud and Thurman and Bud and Garcia. You know what I'm saying? I mean, he Bud might have to do like everybody else did, bounce out and you know what I'm saying, take a gamble on itself. because it's gonna be a gamble because you're not getting guaranteed like your guarantee might go down, but you might you might win on a bag end. You know what I'm saying? And the fight's there. Think about it. Anybody he fight that's a top two world the way that's on the PBC side, he gonna make money. He gonna make the money. Now I'm about that's the end of my call, but I want y'all to name one top fighter at PBC Bud not gonna make the money with. That's my call. King Ball, my call. Wait, say that again. 
Uh, I missed that. Listen, uh, you get me? Yeah, you you broke out a little bit. What'd you say? I said, man, one time fighter. No, oh no, I heard that. Somebody else had came in. I'm sorry. Yeah, I know. I was thinking about that, but somebody had chimed in. I couldn't hear what they said. Uh, listen, that that was King. I don't think I. I don't think I can. Like, I, I mean, I think that you're. I think you're right. I mean, it, it. There wouldn't be it. Just the, just the idea of it. You don't even need the opponent. Would be huge. You know, it would be huge. Um, you know, does it attract the casual fans? Is the question though. And I think that would still depend on the opponent. But uh, yeah, you're right. Uh, we got King Born. Talk to us. When you see old dirty bastards fall in a position like that, then you know that I'm getting ready to bust your... Hey, yo, y'all hear me? Yep. Y'all hear me? Hey, yo, peace. Listen, we're going to do it like this. All praises due. Shout out to Stonewall. Shout out to Mr. CYP, I'm the rookie of the year, you heard? Now, let's get to this boxing. Um, I'm gonna put it like this, man. Yo, it's a jailbreak, you heard? Everybody escape, everybody out of there. Let's go, let's go. Boxing getting shook up. I, 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 I love that hooker. I love that bold man is putting things together, man. We never know what's gonna happen, but boxing's getting stale, man, because everybody wanna stay here and there. That it, it, it look, Morris Hooker 140. You know that man could go up to 147 and all that. He could probably mix it up with Ungas. You know what I mean? Um, so like I said, man, yo, I love it. I love the fact that it's a jailbreak. And we're going to get some interesting fights. And, 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 and yo, Stonebone, it's with, for your man Crawford. I really believe before 2021, he's going to break away from Bob. Well, it looks like we lost you. Uh, that is everyone now. All right. So catch us on the next one if they're available. Oh, well, we got the betting show at five, but we got some other stuff cooking. Peace. Mario? Right. At Mario McGee on Twitter, at Mario McGee on Instagram. See you at 5 o'clock Eastern, where we will be making you all the money. All of it. We got a super chat from what looks like Africa is home. Says, salute to the boxing voice. I'm new to the channel. Well, thank you, Africa. We appreciate it. And thank everyone uh, that uh, took out the time to... Oh, Info Joe's on the line. And this went from a 30-minute breaking news to two-hour full-on show. Shout-out to everyone who uh, signed up to the uh, Patreon page. We do appreciate you continuing to support. Remember to take advantage of all the exclusive content. Don't just sign up, man. Really, really gain, get some benefits, some use out of that, man. Uh, Info Joe created the uh, Fantasy Pick'em League with Midi. You know, Sony and Stainless and Greatness and others created the Boxing Bars. So it's a community thing. Take a look at it. 
Let's go to Joe. Mr. Info Joe. Tell the truth, Joe. Tell the truth. This portion of the show we call In the presented by my brother. Yo, 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 what's up, TBV? Joe, what up? What up? What up? We getting you through your work day or what? Oh, yeah, you know it, you know it. Hey, first things first, man, everybody have a Bless No Stress Friday. Hey, shout out to N.O., man, great call. Uh, he actually uh, said everything that I wanted to say. Uh, shout out to N.O. All y'all be out safe out there, you truck drivers out there, King Born N.O., and, uh... Play Stainless's uh, new track, man. This shit is dope. Y'all gonna love it. Uh, it's hardcore. It's to the point. And this, uh, I think it's called To This Day, man. But uh, it's dope, dope. Play that when you get a chance. And shout out to Jay from Orlando. Good to hear you, champ. Call in more, man. Miss your calls, brother. Hey, that's all I got. Peace and blessings, man. Shout out to Maurice Hooker for making the right moves. All right. Uh, Stainless said it's not audio ready. He don't want me to play it, dog. He only he only plays finish 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 uh you know gems. You know what I mean? Uh, but if he changes his mind, that's a different thing. Uh, no, he didn't. He said facts. Daniel Debo, I am going to knock you out. We got Brandon in Cincinnati. What up? What's going on, Ness? Can you hear me? Yes, sir. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, good move from Maurice Hooker, man. Um, you know, PBC is like a hub for all the welterweights. Only thing I disagree with you guys is, like, he don't got to fight Earl Spence. Like, he can – a guy like Maurice Hooker, the best thing for him is just to stay busy and just keep, you know, the you know paychecks coming in because somebody said he got seven kids and he got ten kids, actually. So with him just keeping busy, keep some consistent checks rolling in and throwing like you know, maybe throw him on all Errol Spence undercards. You know, he's gonna be fighting Jose Cito Lopez on this undercard. Throw him in there against like Omar Figueroa on the next undercard in Texas and just, you know, keep building him up as like a uh whenever you in Texas, you know, help bring out like Texas crowd, because he is from Dallas. So yeah, I think that'd be a good move for him. But yeah, uh, Keep it the good work, man. Thank you, champ. Um, I wanted to say something, but I don't remember now. So that means we got to everyone. Uh, double checking the list. Double checking the list. Uh, all right. So let me get to. I think that's everyone. Yes. Yo, right. uh, Supreme yeah, Tax, I, hit me up on IG and uh, give me your you uh, yeah YouTube uh, or Patreon. You can hit me up on Patreon and give me your YouTube URL. All right, your YouTube URL. All right. Uh, so yeah. We're out. Nice to you. Okay, cool. At Marmogi on Twitter, at Marmogi on Instagram. Peace. Got to take the.